It's time for Biscuits and Gravy on KAKU 88.5 FM Kahului Maui, the voice of Maui. Well, you wake up in the morning, hit the snooze again. Got biscuits on the table, got gravy in the pan. You've got some gravy on your shirt right now. <laughs> I got a lot of gravy everywhere. Shine a light on me. Let the chips all special. Shine a light on Who, buddy? That coffee's good. Good morning, Aloha Biscuitiers. You got dialed in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Gravy. In the studio today, we have the one, the only, my co host, my cohort, my co something. Vincent Fody, Vincent Fody in the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater today. I'm riding the gravy train today. As always. We are so lucky to do this show in the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater in front of a live studio audience. Yes, we got we nothing are. but home-cooked conversation on the show today. Nothing but cooking and comedy. And we got radio smothered and covered. Right. We're going to finish today's episode off. We're with also on love- the Facebook Live. Yeah, well. Duder. Hello. You Hello, John. You can't hide. You can't hide the truth of the biscuits. You can't hide the truth no. of the biscuits. So whether you're a gravy not gal even Mark Zuckerberg or can keep a biscuit it down. boy, we're gonna have a lot of fun today. We're gonna finish this episode off with a lovely educational segment we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. <laughs> That's where I prove where I'm the smartest buffalo in the room. Theoretically. Theoretically. <laughs> So if you folks would like to send in your trivia questions to Ask Chuck, we'll ask them to Chuck live on the air. Email your trivia questions to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. Send in your trivia questions. We're an educational radio program. And don't forget to send in your answers because I don't like having to look up the answers of the trivia questions. No, no one likes that. No one likes it at all. You can listen to us 24-7 on a website I totally own called BiscuitWars.com. That is a real website where you can listen to all of our past episodes. You can also follow us on Biscuits and Gravy 808 on Spotify, uh, Instagram, even Patreon. Just look for Biscuits and Gravy 808. Vince, I am so excited about today's episode. I'm very excited too. I know why. I'm raging, bro. I know why you're excited. Today's May the 4th, my friend. That's right. And we have a force of nature in the studio today. We have an amazing A, a real lightsaber. And a real person to interview. This is the first person we've had in the studio for two years since COVID, if you believe it. If COVID is real. Now, you know how much I like food, Vincent Fody. I do know that you like food. Anyone listening to KAKU knows how much I love food, and I am just ecstatic today because we have someone here who is from a company, and their entire job is food! Is it Beyonce? (laughs) Of Beyonce's Homemade Preserves? I don't think you're ready for this jelly. No. No, I don't think at all. Is it Paul Reiser from Paul Reiser's Yeast? Makes a great Jewish rye. You'll be mad about Paul Reiser's Yeast. No, it's not that. Okay. We are really excited. We have someone here from Maui Hub, a.k.a. Maui Food Hub. Ooh. I thought it was from Maui Porn Hub, but this is even better. Okay. <laughs> 
that's what I think about when I think about the hub. Yeah, and it's going to be an explosive episode. In the studio today, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Autumn. Autumn! 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 Get up on that microphone there. Get up off of that thing! Like here? Yeah, do it. All right. Autumn? Autumn Ness? Autumn Ness, yeah. You are here from Maui... Food Hub, I am. A.K.A. Maui Hub. Yeah. And that's where we get all our high-processed uh, corn syrup from, right? I'm uh, imagining. Not quite. Not all right. Quite. How about my partially hydrogenated soybean oil? Not that. We have macadamia oil grown. Yo, macadamia oil, oil is the bomb.com. You ever, uh, when you're take... doing your oil pulling, yes. you <laughs> swish it around in your mouth for a minute. No, I like cooking fish in macadamia nut oil. I think it's great. You ever get like an Ono and the other white fish and do like a little macadamia nut oil on oh, it? so I good. love it. Don't overcook your fish, folks. Don't. Yeah, I I would never do that. You got to dial in with the Biscuit Boys. Today's show is underwritten apart by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Colin Powell's Enemas. Make your colon go pow when you think feces. Think Colin Powell. Warning: may cause war with Iraq. Uh, today's show is also brought to us by Jude Law's colostomy bags. The law is on your side. Here, read that. It's not <laughs> offensive. It's not. It's bad this as ours. This show is also brought to you by Tim Allen's. Wrenches? Wrenches. <laughs> Wrenches. Great for turning states evident. Got him. When he was 25, <laughs> he uh, narked on all his friends because he was selling cocaine in college. Oh. Yeah, Tim also, Allen got arrested for uh, trafficking federal amounts of cocaine. Yep. Poor form. Yeah. <laughs> Poor form. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up the show, we got a lot of really fun activities. You're going to be along for the ride. Okay. We have a lovely gravy train, and every stop in the gravy train, I, Chuck Sauce, the gravy conductor, gets to blow on my gravy whistle. I do love gravy. <laughs> gravy kinds, is so all good. All kinds of different this gravy. All right, Vince, what if it's the first stop on the biscuits and gravy this train tonight? Right uh, well, we've got, uh, we should, uh, since we're up front uh, at the show still, we should talk about just a couple things uh, from last week. Uh, we finally got to go see the show She Kills Monsters. She Kills Monsters? That was presented by Maui on stage? Maui on stage. So it, uh, that was uh, a friend of the show. Jamie was in that. <laughs> I enjoyed myself there. Um, I had a great time. It's about Dungeons and Dragons, it, bro. It was a play that was put on by Maui on stage that was about Dungeons and Dragons. She's from Maui Food Hub. She doesn't like supporting the community. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, I was really impressed at the the high quality of the show, and um, I actually really enjoyed the show. That was at Eow, the historic, the historic Eow yes, Theater, where not you, to be confused with the historic Biscuits and Gravy, Amphitheater. where you've played yourself many times. That's right, as well as a stand up comedian. Uh, and so we got to go to the last showing, which was at Sunday matinee. Oh, that was it. Yeah. So if you are uh, if you're into supporting like local plays and stuff like that, and local theater, uh, go to MauiOnStage.com. And they'll they'll keep you apprised of all the other shows that are coming up in the future. Maui's got such a great amount of things going on, man. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, people that are into the arts here. A lot of really creative people here on Maui. So there's no shortage of like local arts and stuff to check out. And we're really excited to get deep down into it because not only are there a lot of creative people on island. There's a lot of really great agriculture on island. Yes, great. Story. And I'm I'm a little upset because, <laughs> as you know, I'm a big fan of of track housing for rich people to nest in it. Right. I really wanted all this great farming to go to rich people who have fake farms and do literally nothing with the property other than visit it every couple months. Right. <laughs> and then you're from this like communist corporation that just takes like. 
farmers together and sells food at appropriate prices instead of what importing a, yeah. it from slave labor from Mexico? It's the revolution. How does it, <laughs> How? So first of all, do you eat vegetables? You know what? Yeah, I do. I do. I do eat my fair share of meat and fish, too. But do you veggies eat fruits are and vegetables? I do. Right, Chuck's not- favorite vegetable is mac and cheese, yep. according oh, to his T-shirt. Is that a fruit or a vegetable? Uh, you know, it's whatever. It's a fr- vegetable. <laughs> is that like the tomato question? Like now, I did some deep diving research on Maui Food Hub, right? Once I got off the other blah, blah, blah hub website. And you don't only sell, like, arugula. You don't just sell tomatoes. You sell, like, really good mustards. You sell amazing kimchi. They do everything. It's all made on Maui. There's a lot of stuff going on on Maui. Yeah. Yeah, with, like, cool food innovations and agriculture and... Yeah. This is fantastic. We so had uh, my mind we had uh, our friends of the show High Spice on uh, here that. on Halloween a while ago, yeah. and that was like our number one viewed episode of all time. Yep. And I now our friend of the show and tried to conduct an interview. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. Chuck turned bright red like a tomato. That's funny. It didn't and, help. I was wearing a pumpkin outfit, and it was just blended. And our comedian friend of the show, Chino LaForge, local comedian extraordinaire, he was also. Uh, on the show many times, and then he he now works for High Spice. And they have had, their own section in the refrigerator door. Oh, nice. High Spice section. Yeah, and then uh, we also had uh, our friend Katie on the show. Of She does uh, the Magnut Milk mm. as well. So we love all the local food producers here. And uh, that Made on Maui Festival, also, we, yeah. we love plugging that because we yeah. love uh, keep eating local. Yeah. So why should people eat local? You know, the first thing, A, the food is fresh. You know, it doesn't come on a barge from who, wherever barge. on the planet. Barge. Um, and it's fresh. It stays in your fridge. Like, you buy stuff that's local, and you can keep it in the fridge for a week or two. So I get all of my you know? produce local because I get it at the local Costco. Is that the... <laughs> That's the same well, thing, right? Not really. Uh, okay. <laughs> I mean, the Costco is right down the street, so yeah. that's you local. Know, Costco does have some good Hawaii-grown stuff, though. I've noticed you know? that. Yeah, they have they the, are, the mushrooms. They are doing. They are doing a good job. How know? long has Maui Food Hub or Maui Hub been around? You know, we started in um, right smack at the beginning of the pandemic, which is kind of a miracle. Oh, um, really? April 2020 is when we started. Like wow. right, yeah. Like what date in April? Um, you know, April. I forget, was but it, it was 20th? like it was, was like it the really, 19th, oh, was yeah. it 21st. <laughs> Maybe a reason why you forget. Yeah, totally. Totally. So um, you, so we just celebrated our second birthday. April in the year 2020. Yeah, like in the so middle your of pandemic. The inaugural is 420. Yes. All right. I like it. I like it. There are also a lot of vegetables well, you that really are priced at 420. I love it. On the hub. FYI. All right. Now, I don't want to have our listeners here think that I'm pro-vegetable, but I, I do like food, yeah. so we'll talk a little bit about our program, if you don't mind. And you're yeah. also against food waste, right? I am against food waste. Because last week, you said that you were not against food waste, but, but then I edited it to say that you were against food waste. I am against food waste. I've been <laughs> educated. I'm a changing through the, man. Through the magic of editing, I made you anti-food waste. The reason I'm against food waste is because, I don't know if you know this, but if food waste can create harmful chemicals, right, that escape into the air and may cause the greenhouse effect or global warming, and I'm very worried about that because if the earth gets too warm, who likes warm environments, Vincent Vody? Lizard people. Lizards! <laughs> Also, if you have just a lot of, like, food waste, then you have all this produce laying around, not getting eaten. And you know who likes, you know, produce that's just laying around out there? Lizards. 
Flies. And what do lizards eat? Flies. That's true. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's uh, let's start from the basics. What is Maui Hub? Okay. So if you think of it like an online farmer's market, so farmers and producers like High Spice guys load all their products onto this website, and you go in there like you would at Amazon, click what you want, fill your cart, and then... Um, after there's a, a period where the store is open from Saturday to Tuesday, and the store closes, and then all the farmers get little tickets that say, Congratulations, we sold 125 pounds of your tomatoes. So then the farmers and the producers bring all that stuff to our warehouse. So it's like harvested to order. The no stuff way. comes out of the ground after you buy it, you know? And then um, it comes to our warehouse. We collect stuff from all farms all over Hawaii, basically. We pack each individual grocery bag. And then those grocery bags go on pallets that go on vans to all over the island and they come to your house. Amazing. Well, yeah. it sounds extremely efficient. Um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of logistics. But the cool thing is, prior to this, the farmers were doing this work on their own. And when you think about it, we don't want our farmers in trucks driving around the island or invoicing or doing all this stuff. We need them on the farm. We need them growing more food. So we're trying to do all the work that's not farming for them mm. so that they can stay on the farm and figure out how to grow more food. You know? It's pretty rad stuff. Morgan. It's super rad. I, yeah, I really It's the revolution. It. Yeah. I'm not kidding. So yeah. th- this is like a, a nonprofit organization that you guys are running? Yeah, we started it and we created it as a nonprofit for two reasons. We don't want to be profit driven because we want most of the money to go back to the producer. When you shop at Costco, that food has gone through so many different distributors that by the time the farmer gets paid, they're making like pennies on the dollar. You know, our farmers make an average of 72 cents on the dollar. So That's good. It's really, really wow. it's unheard of. Wow. wow. Yeah. So now, does that mean that women farmers <clears throat> would make like 50 cents on the dollar? <laughs> you know, <what? laughs> statistically, yes. <laughs> if Chuck had his druthers. <laughs> Trump 2024, oh, baby. No. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's it. Um, and the point is, is that because all of our farmers, all of our suppliers, the, our staff are all local, when you buy something at the hub, your dollar stays on Maui and keeps recirculating. So the other goal of the hub is to try to create a whole economy around local food because our economy based on tourism, all that money goes off island. Even, you know, a dollar you spend at the hotel who owns the hotel? Someone Canadians. in Canada or China or whatever, right? So and they're majority... only tipping like ten to fifteen percent. <laughs> exactly. So we're not getting that back. We're not getting it back. It doesn't. It goes away. So when you when you buy You're local stuff, me that Airbnb <clears throat> isn't like a Maui company. Oh, uh, the mom and pop. I, I'm trying to destroy You're the mom and pop. You're telling me that like Blackwater that buys up entire neighborhoods <laughs> yeah. isn't just like Shockingly. an auntie going on vacation that wants to rent out Shockingly, her house. Shockingly, yeah, vacation? the guy doesn't live on Maui. Now, here's a quick pro quo for you, right? Whole Foods, Jeff Bezos lives on island now, right? Oh, no. <laughs> if I want to buy my, quote, organic, which, by the way, if you look that up, the term is entitled BS. Um, that money from Whole Foods goes to Daddy Bezos, who is now a Maui resident. You're poking holes in my in my theory right now, I but am. yes, technically. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, how long until you sell Maui Hub to Bezos? Yes. Never. Never. All right. That's what I like to hear. Can we short Maui Hub? Can I bet against you in some sort of Wall Street bet? Please don't. And then sabotage <laughs> you and make a bunch of money. <laughs> I think cor- big corporate ag is already trying to do that. I like the oh, idea that big like, corporate agriculture is a thing. Because I love 
I love all of the the locals farmers market and sort of like that community that we have. I don't like the patchouli actually. I I think this is the best part about it is that it's online because I like the the food of the farmers markets, but I don't always like the people that go to the farmers <laughs> markets. So you all don't right? have to rub elbows with uh, white people with dreadlocks. Yeah, not not a fan. No. I mean, here's the thing: when you when we're trying to build a movement here, like mm. we're trying to change habits, we're trying to get people to understand that why it's important for them to buy a cucumber that's grown here versus a cucumber that's grown somewhere else. So, also, I, I gotta say, I've been a little upset at some farmers markets that I've gone to. I've gone to one, and I'm not gonna say exactly where it is, but it's on South Kihei Road, <laughs> and I bought a lime from there that was from Italy. Yeah, and I, they're not all created. I just didn't understand how that works. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the point I'm trying to say is that, like, options are good. Like, I shop at Costco and Safeway and The Hub, Yeah. right? So it's not competitive. Like, if you can get yourself to a farmer's market on a Saturday, great. And also, if you want to, you know, buy local stuff at Costco, great. And also, shop from The Hub, great. There's a lot of options, you know, Mm -hmm. as long as you're buying local. I've had, I gotta say, I've had really good luck with it. I tried during the pandemic a lot of other food programs. There were a couple other stuff going together. I had really good results with it. There were a couple bigger farms that were selling baskets, but the diversity I got through Maui Food yeah. Lab was amazing. It's pretty dope. Yeah. You have this Maui onion mustard. I ate it out of the jar. <laughs> it is so good. I love onion mustard. Onion mustard, bro? It's so good. It's so good. Uh, and another good thing about eating local is that whenever you transport food from one place to another, there's emissions that you got to think about as well. Totally. And so that's like this is kind of taking that step out of the equation where this food is just driving from one part of the island to the other. It's not being shipped across the country yeah. to other places. So so eating local isn't just benefiting your local economy. It's also helping cut down on the, the transportation of food. Completely. So that's why eating local is is good all across the board. And if you talk about the kind of farming that's happening here, you know, agriculture is a huge part of climate change, you know, the the type of agriculture we do. So pretend pretend I don't. How would <laughs> how would that work? Okay, well, so industrial farming that relies a lot on chemical inputs. Uh-huh. Um they're using petroleum-based fertilizers, petroleum-based pesticides and the de- the soil they're using is pretty dead soil it's one of its big functions is to sequester carbon but only organic soil i mean i'm talking about not the label organic yeah or soil that doesn't have all these chemicals in it if it has the living microbes in it the, that actually sequesters carbon soil pulls carbon out of the air it's like freaking magic dude what's it called it's not hummus it's like humas it's like the it's in the rainforest it's like hummus <laughs> It's a dense layer of recently oh, broken hum- down hum- material. Humus or something? Yeah. Humus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Humus. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah. good farming is actually the cheapest way to combat climate change because farmers are good farmers. People that are farming sustainably are pulling carbon out of the atmosphere for us. Now, here's the downside to climate change is I live 800 feet away from the beach. I would love for those waters oh, yeah, to rise up. Oh, yeah, your property value is about to go way up. I would <laughs> love for those waters to rise up. Because then you, you know, have beachfront property. You know yeah. who lives on the beach? Bezos! <laughs> Let's drown him, bro! Let's drown him and give you beachfront property. <laughs> yeah. 
So all outside, you're telling me that getting slave labor from Mexico and southern and Southern California, and then having these goods. My understanding is that a lot of stuff is actually bought and sold before it's even grown. Big scale agriculture buys them in huge commodities, mm-hmm. and they're fighting against each other. And yeah. it actually purposely takes uh, money out of the farmer and creates yeah. a huge debt system, yeah. which drives farmers out of business and then lets banks buy up land that get bought by bigger agriculture companies. And uh, so- I learned all about that in that documentary. It was called uh, Trading Places. <laughs> Eddie Murphy yes. was all about uh, trading commodities. <laughs> but no, you, you get know, it. It's yeah. a, when I yeah. say it's the revolution, I'm not kidding. Yeah. And yeah. We, we hate the establishment on the show. Yeah. You're creating something new. When I think I, we're vibing. When I tell people that by buying bananas from Maui instead of from Ecuador, you are combating human trafficking, climate change, tourism as our main economic driver in Hawaii, which is colo- wrapped up in colonialism, all that stuff, just by buying different bananas, people think it's too big, too good to be true, but okay. it's not. What, it's what, if, what, if I'm, what if I'm a Republican and I'm pro-human trafficking? Where yeah. should I buy my bananas? I don't know. Where should you buy your pizza? Well, I would say even you should Comet buy your bananas. Pizza? At, from Maui because they just taste better. You can't get ice cream yeah. bananas from Who Ecuador. Who knew there were apple bananas yeah, or that's what I meant. bananas? Yeah. <laughs> apple bananas make up your mind. That's for you, Corky. So it really does blow my mind, though, that at, at supermarkets and stores, and I get it, they're trying to pretty products all the time. Yeah. I enjoy pretty things. But you get – there's so many papayas everywhere that papayas grow like weeds, man, yeah. everywhere in Maui. And yet I could go to five stores today and pick up a papaya that was grown nowhere near here. Yeah. Yeah. How does that even work? You know, it's really incredible. It's all about like infrastructure. The infrastructure, you're right. Papayas and bananas grow like weeds here. Yeah. Also, we have a market shortage of Maui grown pineapples. I mean, papayas and bananas because the infrastructure, the thing that gets a product from the tree to a store doesn't mm. exist for local stuff. It exists for the big guys because that's all corporate funded, government subsidized, you know. But mm. if you're a small farmer with a couple banana trees on your farm, the infrastructure for you to get that to market doesn't exist. Well, um, I don't know well, if you it know about the government. It but does now. They don't like to subsidize people who need it. Exactly. They like to subsidize people who give them who are already money rich. Yes. so that they can stay in power. Yeah. 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 So the hub started as this COVID relief thing, but we always knew that we were going to build this out during COVID to get us, our small farmers through this thing, mm-hmm. but that we were going to grow it exponentially so that it can start to compete. Big words, bro. Yeah. So my vision, I have this vision of this huge hangar with like big trucks moving in and out and every single thing that comes through. Electric trucks. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Or (laughs) diesel powered by the biodiesel. Sunflower. Biodiesel, baby. Yeah. So anyways, that's what I'm envisioning, that we have this big hub that can compete with like, you know, barges. I got to say, though, I've only been on an island for about nine or ten years now. I've seen already a really big change in more local produce, more local food, and more local startups. Yeah. Uh, And it's it's amazing, man. It used to be hard for me to find actual local fish. Yeah. I mean, you go to some of these big stores, and they might call something a paca-paca, but if it's caught in, like, Vietnam, how is it a Hawaiian fish? Right. Exactly. You know? So when will Maui Hub, do you think, dive into the fish? Uh, we do have right now upcountry rainbow trout. It's raised in an aqu- a closed aquaponic system with organic, certified organic watercress. It's so dope. The trout. Your trout is so delicious. Yeah, it's freaking delicious. <laughs> what? Yeah. So we have trout right now. We have it. Where's quite- that? Where's that being uh, raised at? Up. Um, 
uh, upper, upper, upper Pula. Creek. It's called Cool Haven Farms. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, watercress and, tra- and trout. It's, and it's that's amazing. available on, on the hub. On yeah. the hub right We've now. We've got Maui beef too. Stew yeah, meat that's like so tender. I just had beef stew with it the other day and it's delicious. Stew and beef. it's cheaper than the grocery store. Can you get uh, Maui beef steaks? Not yet. Okay. Ground beef and beef stew. And okay. stew meat, I mean. All right. I don't know but, if it was from you guys or not, but one of the food programs I got ground venison from. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Venison. That's so a cool. nut we need to crack. To Especially yeah. local venison because, I mean, there's ample supplies of it. There's too it's much. just out there for the taking. Yeah. So. Have you ever had backstrap from a venison? It tastes so like pork good. tenderloin. I don't yeah. share backstrap. I no. keep it all for myself. No. I do the shakes <laughs> and I do an osabuco and I got a great recipe for it. And you can email me at info at biscuitwars.com. I I'll have had you. your uh, your sous vide venison, like yeah. osabuco. It's uh, quite delicious. A 25 hour project. I love the gravy with that. Yep. I feel like Maui venison, people say, oh, I don't eat venison. It's too gamey. And then I serve it to them and they think it's beef or they think it's something else. And I'm like, you just ate deer, dude. And they yeah. don't get it because it's just so good. So you're telling me right now on the Biscuits and Gravy show, you change people's minds. That's my job. Whoa. <laughs> wow. I like it. Not That's just change people's job. minds. I want to change what they do with their money. Yeah. You know, how they eat. Mm-hmm. Eating is the revolution. We so, do it three times a day. More. I was, I was five, doing a little six, bit of research seven, for the show, too. And although Maui doesn't have a lot of seasons in it, which you might find surprising, autumn, but it's good for human beings to eat. And I had to look up this word a diverse amount of food. We shouldn't just be That's eating what like I hear. seven things. Yeah. You diversify your microbiome, too, in your gut. Yeah. And they got good kimchi on it, bro. Oh, my God. Not so good kimchi. The dopest kimchi, dude. It's like Uncle Harry's kimchi. Um, I won't, do I won't you know call who the kimchi good, is? But it's so good. We used to have chihu kimchi on it, and they're taking a break for a minute. My daughter, yeah, we actually scream chihu whenever we yeah. eat the kimchi. But now we have... Um, it's called Maui Probiotics or something, I think. I'm forgetting right now. But they okay. have a couple of different – they have daikon kimchi. They've got beets, sour beet mm. ferments. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. All right. So let me, let me ask you this. Uh, this. This hub that you, that you guys started, um, is this based on a model that is anywhere else existing in the country? Yes. Actually, there's a huge movement for food hubs to decentralize the food system because – We've seen how bad a centralized food system is for everybody involved. You are preaching to the choir, yeah. a cornerstone of the Biscuits and Gravy Show on KKU 88.5. is decentralizing everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Yes. Yeah. So there's actually a food hub hui in the state of Hawaii. There's food hubs um, on Oahu, Kauai, Big Island, and we all kind of feed off each other. Ha. Um, (laughs) and then, um, nationally too, like this is crazy. The USDA is even giving food hubs like big money over the last couple of years. Cause even the US, even the government is recognizing when you centralize your food system in times of crisis, we're all effed, you know? That's amazing. Even the government is getting in on this. We put like former executives of Monsanto in front and even, even they recognize there's a problem. What? Yeah. It's cra- It's that bad. That's so, bad. <laughs> so we're just you know now's the time. COVID. There's been talk about starting a food hub on Maui for e- more than ten years. Mm-hmm. But the capital and the You'd logistics. Think it would be for like three hundred years. Yeah, or, or yeah. forever, anyway. ever, ever. Any- the Japanese use the same word for crisis as they do opportunity. Yeah. And so-, so you know this is something good. We have seen some positive things come out of COVID uh, yeah. just because of ha- people having to be sort of industrious yeah. and and come up with creative ways to solve problems. And this sounds like 
something good that actually came out of it. I was quietly like celebrating even, you know, six months. You know how we had those things where they were like, oh, we're going to open up Maui in October and then maybe December. Every time I was like, not yet, not yeah. yet. We, we need people to feel more crisis. We need people to feel more um, in danger of the current system so they actually change behaviors. Now, know? there's right. a whole other benefit to this, too, because up until like eight, even up until like five years ago, Maui was almost all monocropping, right? Yeah. Now, that can't be good for anything. Oh, it's why not is, for, why it's is, also not good for the on. soil because you're supposed to change your crops yeah. so that the soil has time to like replenish itself and the soil doesn't like yeah. kind of go sterile. Okay. Yeah. Now, but why can't I just put every year layers and layers of plastic in the soil and then light it on fire? Well, if you're HDNS, you totally can. Yeah. <laughs> That's also really great for your lungs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why nobody in Kihei grew up with asthma. Yes, nobody. Do you know how much of the food we import in Hawaii? I think it's like 90%. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, it depends who you ask, but over 90%. And we're yeah. like the most isolated landmass on the planet. Yes, we are. I think all we, the time. And we require barges to feed us. Yeah, and, and we're even not though shipping we could stuff grow out. and fish yeah. locally. So we're basically we're shipping in papayas and bananas. We're letting our own papayas and bananas go to, <laughs> go to waste. waste. That would almost be as crazy as like putting moratoriums on how much solar electric you can use for people. Yeah. Even though we live in like one of the sunniest places in the yeah. world yeah yeah yep or you know because doing something like that would be mills. really dumb <laughs> now it's it's cool because uh there has been sort of like a growing movement people have been starting to talk about decentralizing food but also decentralizing the government the fact bro. that the government uh gives money to people that are like growing corn we're subsidizing yeah. unhealthy food and we're not subsidizing healthy food and so there's been sort of this movement where it's like why should eating vegetables just be for like the more affluent people? Like poor totally. people should be able to afford vegetables as well. No, no, Vince, you, you're missing the point. Poor people need to stay poor and unhealthy. You need to keep them in a constant state of disaster. That's what, or the, else that's what the lizards want you to think. Yeah, so you what? can stay fat and happy. <laughs> and then if you can't run, you can't run away when a lizard person is chasing you, getting ready to eat you and your children. Which they do. Which they do. Mm-hmm. We've seen it happen. Look it up. No, but it's it's expensive being being poor, and it it's is. also not very nutritious. It blows my mind when I go back home. I'm from the East Coast, and I look at frozen food. It's the same price there that it is here. Yeah. How is DiGiorno pizza the same price here that it is in, in Connecticut, as it is in New Jersey, as it is in California. How are Tostitos the same price? But I can't get, like, vegetables here. Yeah, sometimes. it's by design. It it's totally yeah. by design. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we started as a nonprofit. I will tell you, every time I think about it, I get a little bit emotional. When we first, well, you are first, a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> when we first started the hub during <laughs> no, it's okay. When we first started the hub during COVID, like the you know when everyone was in a panic, like we didn't know what was going on. You know, we were out, we were distributing the bags, and we had this long line of cars that were like full of like you know nice. They were nicer cars, and people had these big bags of kale, fresh kale, you know, ballooning out of the bags. And we finished our distribution, and I drove home, and I drove past one of the um, food bank giveaway lines Mm -hmm. and the line of cars was like atrocious and i pulled over and kind of watched what was happening and it was clear that we were dealing with folks that were maybe on the lower income scale you know Mm -hmm. and the boxes were full of like spam and uh you know 
rice, rice and canned foods. And I was just like, this is crazy. Mm-hmm. All the people with the haves get to buy all the nice locally grown organic produce and the have nots are eating spam and rice for dinner. Well, and pre-COVID, so- it was actually going all to the bougie restaurants. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. Yeah. So we created the hub as a nonprofit so that we can build into our our main mission, food equity. Mm-hmm. Right? So we got... We can we take EBT. It's the only place you can use your EBT yeah. to shop online. Uh, so you hear that, Chuck? EBT is is, is food stamps essentially, yep. yeah, which yep. is a completely derogatory term, but yep. whatever. Yeah. But so it blows my mind that you can use EBT to buy partially cooked chicken, partially cooked pizza, Tostitos, nacho yeah, dip. Crazy. I mean, Brussels. I, I love queso dip. I love it. I do too. I have a weakness for you, the fake cheese. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use it for hot food. You can't use it at most farmers markets. Yeah. And finally, you are the inclusion revolution. Yeah. You and are letting it happen and yeah. you are making moves, young lady. And check this out. Speaking of like subsidies, they're also that's people are getting with it. You know, um, there's a subsidy. If you use your EBT, you actually get fifty percent off oh, no fruits way. and vegetables on the hub because of it through a government program. Wow. Oh, wow. If yeah. you want to sell me your EBT, give me a call at 808-873-3435. We're talking food on the Biscuits and Gravy that's, Show. Uh, that's good because also like most of our listeners are homeless people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just laying outside of the KEKU studios right now. <laughs> so listen up, guys. Now, Maui Food Hub. Now, another thing I really like about this is that – so. Before Captain Cook came, right, Hawaii had a decent-sized population, and I'm imagining they weren't using mats and shipping containers, which are somehow air-conditioned and are doing a triangle trade still, like it's the gosh darn slave era. They were creating. Well, their how are you going to get your? How are you going to trade rum for slaves? Yeah, if you don't have like a. <laughs> <laughs> like a triangle trade route. Yeah. But we still. Chuck, you're not thinking straight. I know. So then Captain Cook came in all his glory, right? You know, for a scientific exploration, I'm sure. And then now we have to import 90% of our food pre Western contact. I mean, I'm sure there were a couple of things like women couldn't eat bananas. And I know how much you like bananas. You probably wouldn't want to live here 500 years ago. But they were self sustainable. Yeah. And now we import 90% of our food. I mean, I'm going to go and say something really radical here. Well, hold on. <laughs> hold your horses. That, um, you know, it, Hawaiian agriculture already has the answers. They know what they're doing with their land and their water, and they know how to feed us all. We just got to, you know, right. give and them the land and the water this back. Is, this is and- another thing that has been getting a, a lot of traction lately is people talking about how the earth produces enough food to feed everybody on the planet many times over. Yeah. The only problem is that the logistics and the infrastructure isn't there to stop world hunger. Yeah, it's manufactured. And, it's a systemic thing. Right. And so Are you this telling sounds me like that the powers that be would manufacture disaster for other people and reap in the benefits? I'm not saying that at all. It's what? almost <laughs> like the people who are in control are trying to keep the people who are not in control down gatekeepers bro uh so this just seems like a a really great step towards um kind of trying to overturn that logistical problem that everybody has so that we can get food sustainably and cheaply to not just cheap food too like good 
wholesome, good quality food that's healthy for everybody and diverse. to the people who need it. It can't just be kale every week. It can't just be carrots and yeah. papayas every week if I just scrimp papayas 800 times. Can I buy spaghetti squash on there? Yo. You know, sometimes. I've just fallen in love with spaghetti squashes recently. All right. Yeah, I, got a, I got a question for you. Sure. Why are there no peaches on island? You know, that's a great question. Yeah. There are peaches up country. I've seen them. Not for market, I don't think no, a lot, but, but I've like seen novelty. them. Ooh, no, I saw them at Maui Bees. Maui Bees up country. Are you guys listening? Get there before they sell out. Yeah? Yeah. Not the bees! Ah! <laughs> I, uh, a friend I, of the show, Nick Cage. I love doing farm tours. It's probably my biggest thing yeah, on too. the Big Island. And they've had an explosion the last 10 years. Wait, is more... Maui Bees the apiary place? Um, up, yeah. I mean, there's a couple of different... There's one on the west there's side. There's a couple and of different. One up, yeah. Up country. I heard there's like a bee place where you can go take like a tour. And yeah. Yeah. Eat yeah. honey and stuff. I yeah. want to do that. That's it. It's super cool. They have great food. They had, dude. They had the best eggplant parmesan. I've yeah. Had in it's ages. Dope. Can you eat bees? No, you can't uh, eat bees. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big Island. Big Island has a lot of success <laughs> with uh, ecotourism and with farm tours. Mm-hmm. So you can at, you can go and see the award winning chocolate. You can go and see how they're making it. Now, Ooh, Kauai too, good yeah. ecotourism there. I really want Maui to actually making it because sometimes I feel like go to these and it's just rich people that yeah. have fake farms that aren't really doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, we have 18 goats, and I'm like, cool, and you sell to 30 restaurants. And produce all this stuff here. And then you go on Wikipedia and you look at how much goat milk actually gets produced. And you're like, I don't think they can actually do it. But I've driven through farms in Waiahu, Waikapu. I'm like pointing behind me because I'm on the radio. <laughs> but you can see real farming. You can yeah. real in action see things yeah. change. What's the future of Maui Hub? Well, I, I'm glad. I was just going to say we haven't talked about the farmers at all. Like yeah. the farmers, you guys, without farmers, we're screwed. I feel like people don't realize that. You know, I can't grow the food that I need to eat every day. Mm-hmm. Well, personally. How, who, who even grows spam? How does that work? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so anyway. I can barely keep my basil plant alive. <laughs> Chuck uh, has killed an aloe plant. Yes. That's <laughs> really, <laughs> that's really, I'm proud of you. That's crazy. Um, <laughs> so the future of the hub is we're really building relationships with, with these farmers. We're taking all the stuff out of, we say out of the farm gates. We want to take all that work off of their plates mm-hmm. and give them some breathing room, first of all. Pay them what they deserve to be paid, you know, which instead of... Hold on. In, I know, I know. I, all right, so I, before you came on the show, you told me you're a little radical, right? <laughs> now you're telling me that laborers need to be paid a living wage. I mean, there is a school of thought that says that, yes. (laughs) And that something that's necessary to our lives needs to be sustainable? Yeah. Um, Here's a question. So, are are there farms on island that still have not gotten on board? Oh, tons. Yeah. Okay. So, for various reasons, you know, um, some of them don't have the capacity. Like... So part of the reason the hub exists, we want to take all that stuff off your plate, give you the room to figure out how you can increase your food production. Do we need to help you get grants? Do we need to help you get volunteer labor? Do we need to help you drop off your stuff at a different location while we're down, on our way down the mountain? Let's talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know, So there's a lot of things going on logistically. Okay, so, um, so you even have more... Uh, more room to expand totally. too as totally. more local farms get on board. Totally. Now, here's another question: Are there any local like stores or restaurants that are incorporating Maui Hub into their like their produce? Yeah, um, Jaws Country Store. 
yeah. vibes from us. They're super dope. Joss Country Store is our um, haiku drop-off spot. Nice. So we pull in, we give them their groceries for their store. People come what pick your, it from us. What are your other drop-off spots? Um, uh, let's see. Behind Azeka Plaza, behind Ace Hardware and Kihei. Groovy. Um, in Lahaina. Oh, that's so close. Yep. Yeah. To where I live. Cool. So you like you go on to the Maui Food Hub, you order your stuff, and then you go pick it up at one of the drop-off spots. Yeah, or you can get it delivered to your house for ten bucks. Oh wow! What? And you don't even have to be home. I have a cooler outside, and the driver comes and puts all the stuff in my cooler when I come home. I've I have got a cooler, cooler outside of, of my house, but that's for other farmers. You work for them, and you still get it delivered. Come on, I do. I'm, come like, on. <laughs> I'm surfing on Saturdays normally. <laughs> Options. We want to. We want to give everybody options. So, so yeah. if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be out on the water, you don't have to worry about missing your your food drop. Yeah, off. I, that's put why a little I personally cooler outside I love your house the farmers drop it off. I can't get there because I'm yeah. surfing on the weekend. You know, so I'm over. I gotta go early. That's to those fair. Farmers Sometimes me too. Um, that one up in Pukalani is so good. But you gotta go so early. Yeah, I can't do so it. So early. Uh, do you know of any other places like on the mainland or any other food hubs that are doing anything similar to this? A lot, yeah. Oahu, there's a couple. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, all over Hawaii. All over. This is so not new. We, we new are. Concept. We kind of tweaked it to be unique to Maui. Yeah, but right. The food hub concept and what we're doing is a whole thing. It's it's the food revolution. Because we have listeners like on the mainland as well. Yeah. And uh, in other countries as well. They can so start the revolution, bro. We've got biscuitiers all over the place. So I'm sure no matter they... where you're at, if you're on the East Coast, if you're on the West Coast, um, do some research and maybe look up, see if there's any like local food hub places yeah. in your area, because then, you know, we can we can get this ball rolling. And, you know, that may be something that's worth supporting to you guys. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it doesn't it's not this isn't just for people who are living in Hawaii or on Maui. You know, this yeah. is this is for people all across the state of Hawaii. And uh, there's probably local like food hubs all over the place. And it's this whole thing is a way to make local food cheaper like we have local food that's cheaper than the grocery store because we're sharing resources and in times of record inflation uh this is great totally yeah and uh, i feel like you get a made aware of a very large like existential problem like food logistics there's not really anything you can do about it and now you actually have the power in your hands to just be able to eat a little better and eat yeah. more local and and take that first step towards uh taking care of some of these issues yeah yeah also you guys are missing the biggest point of this and maybe also you know this might if there's if there's not like a food hub in your area some people might think that this could be a time where they could take the initiative to set yeah. up something like grow this. some good guys and also the food tastes good it's so yum it's, it's good. so fresh and we've got fruits that i would never Java apples? I ordered two bags this week. What? Have you had a Java apple? No. Mm-hmm. It's like, it looks like a Is mountain apple, but it's kind of smaller and squatter. Yeah. And um, it's like tangy and Ooh, like super tang. cr- crispy and watery. Oh, man. <sighs> Y'all I, got it, mountain apples yet? No, not if someone wants to sell mountain apples on the hub. Ugh, it's so hard. We, are... we gotta trespass and pull pull it together. <laughs> <laughs> Find that guy who used to own Saigon Cafe. All right, we're gonna take a quick contractually obligated break. When we come back, we're gonna talk to Miss Autumn. Gonna plug a little Maui Food Hub. We're gonna finish today's episode off with a lovely segment we call Chuck Stuff the Knowledge Buffalo. <laughs> Don't change that dial, friends. You got to dial into KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. I'm Chuck Sauce. He's Vince Fody. And in the studio today, we have Autumn from the Food Hub, a.k.a. Maui Hub. Hee-hoo. BRB. 
Well, you can. Well, you can. Can, you Friendly just reminder, don't drive high. If you feel different, you drive different. Brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. All right, what a weird P.S. Tony, who's giving <laughs> us PSAs? We used oh. to have Betty White telling us not to light forest fires. Well, that was that an was ad where they were telling people not to drive high. But they also, you can't run high? You can you can run, but oh. you can't drive. You can run, but you oh, can't. I was yeah. Gonna say, yeah. Is that what they call, is that what they're talking about when they're talking about runner's high? <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's Speech Therapy Center for when your speech skills are a little rocky. Funny for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes from community-minded celebrity sponsors like Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Wings, the best way to cure a Hulk-sized appetite. And... And Brad Pitt's Peaches. There's a little pit inside every peach. And also by Christopher Plummer's Plums, a subsidiary of Brad Pitt's Peaches. Today's show is underwritten in part by Lincoln's Links. Abe Lincoln loved sausage, and you will too. Get thinking, get Lincoln. And uh, support for today's show is also generously donated by Alexander Skarsgård's Anti-Scar Cream. Guard against scars with Skarsgård's Skarsgård. You gotta dial He's in that the- new show, The Northman, that new movie, The Northman. Yeah, it's looks so, good. so good. Did you ever I see it? Al- 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 it's good. Oh, you yeah, saw it? Yeah. Oh, it looks so is good. Is he handsome? Robert yeah, Eggers directed that. Yeah, he's dude. Handsome. Did, you ever see, <laughs> did you ever see Alex Skarsgård's uh, IMDb photo? It's him wearing like a tuxedo with no pants. Mm. Check it out. Look up oh, IMDb. Right. Look up Alex Skarsgård on IMDb right now, guys. You got to dial in with the Biscuit Boys on KAKU. Today's episode is underwritten in part by Matt Damon's Exorcisms. Need to get out the demons? Get out the demons! <laughs> All right, so where can people where can people find uh, Maui Hub? Online, MauiHub.org. MauiHub.org. Uh, mm-hmm. You have like a How Instagram, Facebook. You know what? Yes. Where's all your socials? Um, Instagram and Facebook has a page, and they're super cool. If you follow it, it's cool because you get to see like recipes. You get reminders when the store is open. It. Yeah. Um, I could use some of your recipes, actually. Yeah, dog. That'd be great. We have a whole uh, series. George Bush has a really great um, <laughs> jalapeno cheddar biscuit recipe. He it's does. to die for. He does. You can get your jalapenos <laughs> on Maui Hub. Yo, local peppers are, are that also blows my <laughs> mind, dude. I know. I know. So like or first organic. I don't not bandstand here, but organic is like a real questionable term sometimes. Oh, yeah, you don't want to bandstand, Chuck? I know, right? So <laughs> are you Casey Casey? But it, it get, I get really upset when something like peppers are so expensive and they're covered in like wax and stuff, and they treat oranges like with Agent Orange with that gives you cancer. Meat. I don't. They treat <laughs> fruits and vegetables with like noxious chemicals to make them look pretty. First of all, how can I get some of that? And second of all, that can't be good for you. Also, the ugliest oranges generally taste the best. The yummiest. You know? That's right. Yeah. And that's not a euphemism. No. But it <laughs> is. That's one of the reasons why you can actually use canned tomatoes because they put um, all the – like. They put all the better tomatoes that just happen to not be very, like, photogenic tomatoes right into the canned tomatoes. Mm. So tomatoes are one of the rare things that you can actually get uh, the, the canned ones, and right. it's just as good as the fresh ones. Oh, baby. I'm so excited. All right. So you want to do some biscuits and gravy stuff? Yeah. Let's do, let's some, do, let's do some housekeeping real quick. biscuits and gravy. Let's do some housekeeping while we're at it. Uh, we should mention, we talked about She Kills Monsters, and if you want to support local theater, MauiOnStage.com. Uh, 
Jeff Dye, comedian Jeff Dye, you may have heard of him, you may have seen him on Comedy Central, and he's got his own podcast. He's coming to Maui, he's going to be playing at the playground. Friend of the show, Chino LaForge, and also Willie Simon, comedian extraordinaire, professional comedian, and host of Two Dumb Babies, co-host of Two Dumb Babies, uh, are going to be opening up for Jeff Dye. That's on May 20th. Wow, that's coming up, man. That's coming up soon. Also, we went to Gilligan's Open Mic, the premiere of the Gilligan's Open Mic. So you know where Gilligan's is. That's that restaurant that perpetually goes out of business up yeah. on the hill. Yeah, totally. It's so the it's, best view. It's, yeah. currently, it's currently open. Yeah! <laughs> in, in this current incarnation, it's called Gilligan's, run uh-huh. by a friend of the show, Brian Michaels, who crapped a lizard one time. Hold on. We got, it. we got the clip right here. This is from the owner of Gilligan's. I've crapped everything, man. I crapped a lizard one time. How do you crap a lizard? No one knows. Who knows? There was no backstory? No. Uh, but no. so Gilligan's, uh, they just started. Not only do they have uh, some very delicious frickles, which is one of the only places you can get frickles on. That's fried pickles. They also just started running their open mic. Uh, it's Tuesdays from 8 to 10. So uh, that will be going on for the foreseeable future. Some people like open mics to see great upcoming comedians. Other people like open mics to watch people crash and burn violently on stage like ted anderson and sometimes it's great watching people crash and burn baby yeah so maybe you want to watch some of maui's best comedians like honing their skills Mm -hmm. or maybe you want to try comedy for yourself for the first time and and see how you are disaster while i mock you in the back also let's do a little follow-up junction blow the train whistle there next stop on the biscuits and gravy train today is follow-up junction So, for follow-up junction, just a, just a couple things we need to mention. Duplo are the Lego blocks, the big Lego blocks. Yes, you played with Lego. I was slow. I played with Duplo. Diplo is the DJ. Oh, There's a DJ named Diplo. Lame. And then Dua Lipa is the singer. Oh, right. I'm levitating. Have you heard that song? Yes. Yeah, so that's Dua Lipa. She dropped the baby. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, speaking of the baby, uh, Grogu, also known as Baby Yoda... He is 50 years old. So it would be appropriate to have Grogu porn and it wouldn't be baby porn? So even though he is a baby Yoda, he is of consenting age, Mm. technically. Mm. More on that next week. Also, (laughs) more on that next week. Also, uh, Russian dolphins have been in the news. I had so a this on the show a year ago talking about we Russian have, dolphin We have spies. often talked about how Russian dolphin, how Russia was training dolphins to be like spies and to attack our submarines and stuff like that. And then just in the news last week, we heard all this stuff about Russian dolphins attacking Ukrainian their, naval bases. The Russians in the Black Sea, and it's for real, and I predicted it. I'm the prognosticator of prognosticators. That is true. So uh-huh. maybe we'll talk about that a little bit next week. That? in the news cycle you know people are always do you not have a, a google alert for Ma- for russian dolphins you know what i do now <laughs> that's because the corporate elite the mainstream media is always trying to hide the truth they're always trying to hide biscuits and or gravy related news from you because they know that biscuits and gravy keeps the world together and the powers that be want to divide the world that's true. Also, nerd alert. We should mention that today yeah, is dude. May the 4th. So, yeah, my, my wife works. So I'm going to get stoned and watch all Star Wars. So let's let's incorporate how we keep having to Star Wars. Let's say you're a Meloron farmer. Yeah. And you you want to you want to sell your Melorons to people on various outer planets like Tatooine and whatnot. Then you can go on maui food hub and sell your mailerons mm-hmm. to people at a cheaper price and you get more money so or let's say you're a analogy, moisture farmer on tattooing and you want to get your moisture out to people 
Okay, so is Monsanto <laughs> like the empire in this? Like, how does that work? Monsanto is definitely, yeah, the, the empire. <laughs> What's Kraft? Is that like Darth Maul? How does uh, that work? No, I think Nestle would be the empire. Oh, yeah. Oh, boo. Boo. Oh, so, so do you hate Nestle as well? Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. I mean, who, who, loves on it. Ne- who loves Nestle? Okay, so I like hot cocoa. Uh. But, like, you know, come on. Make your own. Yeah. Harvest your coca beans, Chuck. No, I'm not doing it. Um, so, also, I don't know if you heard about this. Nerd alert. Um, <laughs> they released the, the new trailer for Obi-Wan today. Yes, they did, baby, baby. Which, May the 4th. So, if you haven't seen the new trailer for Obi-Wan, we've only had teaser trailers up to this point. Mm. But they do finally, ha- they finally show uh, a glimpse of Darth Vader. Who's being played by uh, Hayden Christensen? Who's coming back to reprise? You his want a man explain what Star Wars is to Autumn? <laughs> I, will, I will allow it. No, I can't. <laughs> uh, and so the the new Obi Wan show they pushed the date back from the twenty fifth to the twenty seventh, so it's coming out on the twenty seventh now. The but twenty fifth was supposed to be the real date. They should have done it on May fourth because that was like the the. 40th anniversary of the release of A New Hope or mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, but it's coming out on the 27th now, but I do believe that they're going to release two episodes instead of one, so that might be a little bit of a come up. Uh, but if you haven't seen the new trailer for Obi-Wan, definitely check that out. It's available on YouTube right now. Um, and then Doctor Strange 2, the the Multiverse of Madness, that's coming out on May 6th, yes. so that's only two days away. And of course, we can't forget our show is underwritten in part by a good friend of the show, Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules. Get unencumbered and today's show is also brought to us by david spade spades let joe dirt help you with yo dirt here why don't you read that one um today's episode is brought to you by leonardo dicaprio's guillotines get decapitated with dicaprio (laughs) funding for the biscuits and gravy show comes apart by kim kardashian sunscreen nobody knows more about getting pounded by rays than Kim Kardashian. And also by Woody Harrelson's Discount Lumber. His prices on lumber are smoking. smoking. If you didn't get Woody, you didn't get wood. That's also a local lumber company, Woody yeah, Harrelson's dude. Discount Lumber. Gotta get him on the food up. Pound it by raise. Yeah, uh, Kim Kardashian's sunscreen is also reef safe, yes. guys. So. Yep. <laughs> so if you're looking for reef safe sunscreen here yeah. on Hawaii, she actually just had an Instagram post and she had lines of her reef safe sunscreen in the mirror. Oh, is that so, sunscreen? Yeah, clearly. That was dehydrated and yep. powdered sunscreen. You know it. <laughs> um, also, Better Call Saul season six is airing right now. There's three episodes Where of that the out so far. Where's the golden age TV, baby? There's never been a better time to be a fan of good TV because mm-hmm. uh, Tokyo Vice just wrapped up on HBO. We Own This City, which is the new David Simon show, uh, is out right That's now. That's the guy There's from two the show The Wire, right? So if you're a fan of The Wire, definitely check out we own the city barry season three just released there's two episodes of that out right now the second half of season four of ozark just came out i watched the first episode it gets it starts off with a bang is there any nudity um is there any nudity in season four part two episode one I don't believe so, mm. but uh, there mm. there has been nudity in the past on Ozark, so mm. definitely check that out. And uh, I think that's it. I think it's time for Chuck's Stuff Knowledge Buffalo. What do you it's think? It's time for us to go into our contractually obligated part of the show. That's right. The Biscuits and Gravy Show is educational. And this is where I prove where I'm the smartest buffalo in the room. We have listeners all around the world, all around the globe. And everyone That's writes right. in every week to try so, to stump the buffalo. And also, guys, if you live in a place where there's no sort of food hub, maybe you can take the initiative. Start it up yourself. Yeah. Anything else you want to you say about Maui Food Hub, 
Uh, no, that's that you it. didn't you get to mention. You guys have done a great job. Uh, thanks oh, for having thanks. us. Yeah. I, I, I really needed that. I didn't think we were going to spend the whole episode talking about Maui. Yeah, Fudo, usually people but leave. It's a it's a fascinating. <laughs> it's so exciting. It's I'm a so- fascinating concept, and it's a it's a really great way to eat local. And uh, I'm just so happy that this has come up because it's going to make things a lot easier on a lot of people. And Maui has dank food, guys. Get dank. into it. Yeah, I mean, agriculture is a huge part of the Hawaiian culture. So, what better way to kind of to enjoy that that local food? They don't call it agriculture for nothing, uh, bro. There you go. Knowledge bombs. That's All right. like the best. So, our first question you can you can help Chuck out too as well if you want to jump in here. The first question comes from Chuck, uh, from Daniel in Valdosta, Georgia. Oh, hey, Daniel. I'm sure they got peaches down there in Valdosta. Mm, don't call it Valdosta. Peaches. Peaches for me. Daniel wants to know, what is Jay- we talk about a lot about Jason Bateman of Jason Bateman's Fishing Supplies. A master fisherman needs a master Bateman. Of Friend course. of the show, Jason Bateman, uh, who's in Ozark as well. He's fantastic mm-hmm. in it. What is Jason Bateman's sister's name? Christina. Do you, do you agree or disagree? Um, he said it with such confidence. No, he, <laughs> he, he always shouts out incorrect answers with confidence. The more confident I am, the Justine, longer I am. I feel like it's a J name. Justine is absolutely correct. Oh, I know that. Justine Bateman of Family Ties. That's why, oh, no way. That's why Tony was laughing at you derisively because oh. you're dumb. DJ Tony Two Totes. All right. All right. Our second question comes from Mark in Seattle. Mark wants to know, Roman General Mark Antony was married to what famous Egyptian ruler? Cleopatra coming at you. It's like his fifth wife or so. Cleopatra, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of history's greatest romances. And our third question is always a sports question because, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. Uh, Melissa and Kihei sent this one in. Melissa wants to know, what baseball player was recently suspended for two years? Two years over domestic violence concerns. He's a pitcher. Nothing. I'm sorry, that was Trevor Bauer. He was suspended for 324 games. But you got two out of three, Chuck. You know what our deceased friend Meatloaf says. And that also means that that's the end of our show. Let's do it. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to the Biscuit Boys here on KKU 88.5. Autumn from Maui Food Hub. Thanks for rocking it. You were fantastic, Autumn. Thank you, guys. That was awesome. You are amazing. Uh, support local, guys. Thank kill you for doing what you're doing. Yeah, thanks for Decentralize having Decentralize everything. And from me to you, aloha! <laughs> <laughs>